0: Praise the Lord Jesus. How many can say amen to that? Amen. Thank God. Aren't you glad that you can say He's your Redeemer? Amen. Not just yours and yours. I'm glad He's yours. But boy, I tell you, I'm not near as glad as He is mine. Amen. That's right. Going through the sermons 19 to 58, Brother Ben talking about Know My Redeemer, live us, and also the One in 1960, one entitled I Know, same same thought, but preached a little bit different. And then there he's talking about the trials and the tests and the difficulties that you go through. And it's when you go through them, and when you come out on the other side, then you are able to say, I know, I know my Redeemer lives, or my healer or my way provider, whatever you just come through. Then you're not saying, praise God, the Lord healed brother Keith, the Lord healed brother Brad, the Lord healed sister so-and-so. But then you can say, I know he healed me. He delivered me. He touched me. God bless you. We greet you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. Isn't it wonderful for us to be gathered together in the presence of God? Thank the Lord. Think about it. Just uh, last year, we couldn't have church. Couldn't assemble together. Myself and the musicians, some of the Deacon brothers, 10, 12 people. My goodness, God, by His grace, kept us through that terrible, terrible time. We're able to gather tonight, mask free. Let's read from St. John, chapter 3, verse 19. This is the condemnation that light has come into the world. What a strange thing that the Lord Jesus would say about light. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. you're saying, how could there be any condemnation with light coming? Brother Brown makes a very profound statement in talking about truth. And he says that the truth will either bind you or set you free. Now we have been greatly blessed by God to be able to hear a further progression of God's truth in this last day. But you see, by hearing that, it doesn't mean that everybody that hears it will really be blessed. Because for some, they'd have been better off if they'd have never heard it because they hear it they pull from it like a smorgasbord or they'll turn and walk away and it'll be greater condemnation now these are the words of the Lord Jesus this is the condemnation that light is come notice the way he says this not has but is so light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth, not just talks about it, says he believes it, but a person who's a doer of the word, cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Let's bow our heads together. Not to be remembered tonight before the Lord in prayer, just raise your hand with your request there. Heavenly Fathers, we bow our heads to the dust of the earth and whence our bodies were taken. We want to say thank you tonight, Lord, that we can be able to gather together and sing and worship you your prayer requests that are being made tonight and testimonies that will be turned in next week or the next week or next month, how that you've answered prayer. We thank you, Lord, that coming to the house of God is a, a refreshing time for us. It's a time of cleansing. It's a time of washing of the waters of the word by separation. It's a time to see brothers and sisters of like precious faith and we fellowship together. But now, Lord, we move beyond the foyer. We move beyond the entrance of the steps out front and shaking one another's hands and smiling. and How are you? How you been? I miss seeing you. Now we move into another place. We move into the August courts of the great King of Kings. We come before you, Heavenly Father, because you gave us this privilege to do so. And you told us that we could come into your courts not as beggars, not as people who are not counted as children, but we are to come as Esther of old, knowing that our petition will be granted according to your will. For we believe our king. We'll hand out the scepter to those who come in faith. So we bring before you our needs, our desires. Father, you see I have in my hand tonight these two prayer cloths. Lord, brother, buried down in Georgia for his little grandson, seven-year-old grandson with these allergies and them getting worse and worse. But Father, In the name of Jesus, we believe together tonight as the saints of God that you're going to move for this little lad. In the name of Jesus, may these allergies leave him. Father, other needs that were represented by the raising of hands, I pray God that you'd go to each one of them, great or small, it does not matter to you. So, Father, we ask that you would minister to your children tonight. Now, as we come to the word, I pray that you would help us. Father, I stand in great need. Every man who's called, though he's gifted, yet every time he stands, he stands in quite a place. To stand in the tracks, as the prophet called it, of Jesus Christ. Help me tonight, Father. Open my mouth to the words that will please you. Shut my mouth to the words that would displease you or dishonor you. Father, speak to us, we pray, and we will be blessed. Grant it in the name of the Lord Jesus, we ask it. And the saints said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. So everybody in the world is getting under the influence of spirits. Some are under the influence of spirits of sodomy. We believe that we're living in an hour for whatever reason in this last day that the spirits out of Sodom would invade the last age. We believe that people are Getting under the spirits of murder, of violence, of filth, ungodly living. People are getting under the spirit of destruction. Why? Because the atomic bombs are waiting. People are in the spirit of the last days. The last days cannot come. Of course, until they do. So, we see that side, which is the dark side. But there's also a light side. Right. And there are people on the earth today that are getting under the spirit of God. Amen. The influence yes. of righteousness. Oh, the influence yes, of heaven. Yes, the influence yes. of purity. Right. Now, they truly, truly are in the minority. They will be smaller and smaller in number as the days go by. But their influence will actually be greater. Because as they get closer, the ministry of Jesus Christ will be so much like he was on the earth and like it was in the first age. They will bring a capstone message and bring the body of Christ to a place of finale that will arrive in the last days and a state of completion. They will actually preach the saints of God into a body change. Right. Now, on the other hand, demons have been Released out of hell that have been held there for many years. With the opening of the seals was also the lid tore off of the kettle of hell. Demon powers streaming in every direction. And we know that they are allowed certain time frames by which they're able to do more than they can at others. I don't understand that, you probably don't either. But we can see by the hour that we're living that in our lifetime, young people that are sitting here today, 15, 16 years old, have seen prophecy fulfilled in their lifetime that their grandparents and grandparents never even saw. The accumulation of things that have happened just in the last year have been quite overwhelming. Let me just read you some of the stats of what has happened just in the last nine months to a year. Homicide rates in large cities were up more than 30% on the average in the year of 2020, now just the last year, and up another 24% since the beginning of 2021. So taking in 2020 and just the first couple of months of 2021 and homicide rates are on the increase. Now I, I thought that we're supposed to be more loving and haven't we got the party in the White House that's supposed to be more accepting of whatever people are? And isn't the party ruling the White House now supposed to be the party that is supposed to just be so accepting of everybody doing whatever they wanna do? You didn't believe in political lies, did you? If you do, I've got a lakefront property I'd like to sell you in the Namib Desert. So you see, people are moving under the influence of the spirit of destruction. And they're not all sinner folks. You see, folks who only come part of the way in the Word and don't go all the way, they also will get under a spirit of destruction. But the ones they'll want to destroy are preachers and saints of God that actually move further on in than what they ever do themselves. Now, notice this skyrocketing murder rates. Philadelphia, up 40% over 2020. 2020. And this amazing because 2020 was a year of shutdown, and people all over America, as well as all over the world, were not even able to get out. How in the world did murder rates go higher and higher when people are having to stay home? Well, guess what? Some of them ain't staying home because they don't live there no more. They were some of the ones that was killed. Divorce rate, child molestation, marriages, all kinds of problems that people never thought they would ever face. And it's not just because people are in closer proximity than there were to others. There has been a great release out of hell. What's this, Philadelphia up 40% over 2020. Minneapolis, up 56% over 2020. Portland, over 800%. Now, if you know your politics and all of that, you know some of these cities that I mentioned are the ones who want to defund the police. Well, this is what you get when you get a bunch of morons. That are politicians. If I have to preach an amen myself, I will. They are morons. They ain't got a bit more business being in politics than man on the moon. They need to be out in a barn somewhere with a mule. Maybe the mule will kick them in the head and kick a little sense in. Well, come on, they don't need to be in the White House. They do not need to be in the capital, Philadelphia. They do not need to be in the capital city passing the laws. They've not got enough sense to be in there. Amen. To say that we need to defend the police when the police officers get out every day and risk their lives for our protection and for our safety, and then they want to get rid of them, don't you, ain't you got enough sense to know that when you do, This is what's going to happen. You think you're going to educate people out of meanness? You're not going to educate it out of them? You think you're going to just love them out of it? You're crazy. You're out of your mind. Portland, can you imagine the city of Portland, Oregon? People are leaving some of these cities right and left. Many of them are coming where? Tennessee. That's right. Tennessee is one of the five top that people are coming to. Now, that's good for them, but it ain't good for us because they'll bring their political views and all that here, and if time goes on, they'll change our state's politics do you think that ain't now wait a minute why am I leaving California why am I leaving Idaho why am I leaving Portland well you're leaving because of that bunch of knuckleheads that will not enforce the law and then you come here and vote the same way you voted there you'll put in a bunch of knuckleheads here Amen. but I'm not sure these hillbillies will put up with them knuckleheads Amen. Amen. praise the Lord But you see, why is it that it's going to be? It's prophecy, friend. It is prophecy that you could put an Abraham Lincoln to be a mayor in every little town. You could put an Abraham Lincoln, I don't think we could find enough Abraham Lincolns, to make him governor of every state, and they're beyond redemption. We'll never take it back. Why? Because America has turned down the prophet of God and the message that God sent of his amazing grace. So when light is rejected, then what does it turn into? The nation that forgets God shall be turned into hell. Look around. Our nation is being turned into hell. Portland, Oregon, up 800% over 2020. New York City, 22% higher or over than 2020. Chicago, 22%. Los Angeles, 27%. Washington, D.C., up 35%. Heaven, still on the same level. No murders, no violence, no rape, no conflict, no arguments. So myself, I would rather live under the government that controls heaven than I would the government that controls Chicago. Amen. Amen. I would rather live under the anointing of the messianic empire since in heaven there is no violence. There are no cops that have to walk the streets of heaven. There are no violent murderers. There's never been one, never been one, absolutely never will be one. So myself I would rather serve the king of that domain than I would the king of this domain because that's what we're dealing with it's the atmosphere of two separate kings that are trying to project their two separate kingdoms and their natures and influence them on the people of the earth and we know that one of them is the king of eternity what is the Lord God almighty and the other one is a low down sorry rotten scumbag impersonator which is absolutely worthless and he ain't got no power and he's got a big bow and knows how to make a lot of racket with that bow but he ain't got one arrow amen Amen. he don't have one arrow but he likes to huff and puff but let him huff and puff cause he won't blow this house down well come on somebody he can tell you I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do something else he ain't going to do nothing that the Lord God will not allow him to do. And if he comes your way and huffs and puffs and brings affliction and sorrow and trouble, then the Lord God will turn it right back around and make all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. You see, we have a choice to make, as every generation since the fall. Uh, Every generation has had the same choice, and that is we will follow the king of the cosmos, the world order, or we will follow the king of kings. The king of kings has a mystic kingdom. It is one that is invisible. It's not one that I would be able to take you, actually, tonight to the capital. I would not be able to show you where the king actually lives. I will not be able to take you and show you his limousine. I will not be able to take you and show you to his headquarters because he has no earthly headquarters. But I can show you people who belong to the other kingdom who got delivered by this king. They were drunks, they were liars, they were whoremongers, they were everything that you can imagine, and they have been changed by the power of God. I can show you people who was given no hope by the doctors, but here they sat tonight healed and delivered by the power of God. I cannot show you his throne, I cannot show you the angels that guard his throne, but I can show you the attributes of this great king and they are phenomenal. He is a deliverer, he is a resurrector, he is a redeemer. See, he is forgiveness. He is holiness. He is, I wish somebody would preach with me tonight. Everything that Satan is, our God is the opposite. Satan is a liar. Our God is a truth bringer. Satan is an impersonator. Our God is the original creator. Satan is a perverter. Our Washington D.C. want to serve a king like this? Why would not Baltimore want to serve a king like this? Because their deeds are evil. Oh, the many of the people who live in Chicago, many of the ones, I mean, you know how it is, you read on your phone, you read your apps and all that of the news, and you see little kids that get killed and drive by shooting. You see a boy, a man that was arrested just the other day, and they they got him and booked him on murder, killing his mother, and eating part of her body. Friends, what in the world? Where are we? The world around us is groping in insanity. And it's not just the people out here, but many of the religious people are just as bad as shape but we also know then that if Satan has his instruments that he is using, and they receive the pulsation of their anointing from the demonic realm out of hell, and these demons actually were not created by Satan, but they were angels in the beginning, and they fell when they went away from God, and they took their anointing, their capacity, their spot that God gave to them. They were created after a great angelic hierarchy, the powers that are to be and they still when they fail they maintained that order and that's why when the angel of God came down to Daniel and he labored and warred and labored and warred and he was warring against this prince of Persia and the prince of Persia the angel that was sent to Daniel was of lower rank even though he stayed in the presence of God and this prince of Persia Daniel being in that domain and that dominion there where he was and that devil had the right over that place and the angel of God come down to bring an answer to Daniel but he couldn't get through so God had to send a higher ranking angel amen Michael to come down and break through now you see the hierarchy was still in order and God has always moved in that way you know that's true so Satan was able to take certain high ranking angels and he was able to take low ones as well but in that whenever they come against the army of God the army of God must be equipped on to know how to meet them how could I be able to war with demons which are thousands? thousands and thousands and thousands of years old. How could I ever meet a demon which was an angel? A demon that would be able to appear and disappear, and a demon which would be able to break into the fourth dimension and anoint cells in the body, and be able to cause themselves to backslide, and then form a life which would start trying to take, how could I ever meet something like that? You've heard me tell it before, but whenever I, I saw that demon years and years ago, up in in Michigan and I was still a Pentecostal preacher actually and I I was awakened in the night and my bed had moved and the headboard was you know maybe that far from the wall and I heard the headboard hit the wall and I awaked and whenever I woke I saw this being standing at the foot of the bed and he pointed out his finger like this and his head was recessed really deep and a cloak looking thing and it was black and his hand was there and he told me I have come to take your Life. I sat up in the bed, not taking my eyes off of him, and I spoke to him in the name of the Lord Jesus. You see, I didn't get saved when I first come to this message. I was saved before I came to the message, and my walk with God's what led me to it. Amen. My deeds were already right, and that led me to the further existence of life. So I do knew how to, we already knew Harry, uh, was blind about a lot of things, but we didn't know how to use the name of the Lord Jesus. So that demon hit my bed again, and when he hit my bed, the headboard bounced against the wall. Now you see, some of you think that Satan can take your life, and the devil will tell you this and that and the other. But as I look back on that, I realized that demon was lying to me. Me. That demon said he had come to take my life and I didn't even know the message of the hour's end. But as I look back in retrospect, I realized he was lying to me. Oh. But I've often wondered what would he have done if I would have my, told all the pieces and been scared to death. I've wondered what that demon would do. And there he stood with his hand out like this, one finger pointing back, one towards me and one, the others like this, and his head—oh my much awful. His head just buried in that cloak as his was, and his eyes and his voice, real low and gargly type of sounding. And I raised up in the bed and put my hands behind me like this. I refused to take my eyes off of it. I pointed my finger right back toward his face, and I said, "You cannot take my life." Now, he said one thing, and I said another. I believed what I was saying because God hadn't told me nothing about his time for me to go. So he was acting like he was sent to take my life. But I was acting like I was standing against him, but he couldn't hide my life. <laughs> oh, glory to God, whatever that devil, against you and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You need to stand your ground as a son or a daughter of God and say you get out of here. You ain't got no authority over me. You don't control my life. You're not taking my child. You're not taking my husband. You're not taking my health away from me. You So actually right here in this building tonight, there's a great warfare going on. Now, maybe some of you all want to see demons and some of you would like to deal with them. I personally don't. I've seen seen different ones. I don't care if I ever see another one in my life. I saw that same one years later as I was coming from West Virginia. We lived down there and I was driving. Brother Randy West had preached up in Milton, West Virginia in a tent. And I was driving an old car that me and Carol had and she was carrying Erica at the time. Erica hadn't been born. And I we started down the road and Brother West was laying over here on the seat and he went to sleep. Whenever he went to sleep, I was just kind of humming. He's very tired so he'd preach. I didn't want to make much noise. So I looked back to that Route 52, real curvy road going down through West Virginia and I looked to the rearview mirror And there that devil was in the back seat. And I saw his face right there again in the rearview mirror. And he raised up out of the seat and started moving toward me. I said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You don't have to look at him. You can do it through a rearview mirror. You say, Lord, have mercy, brother Donnie. That'd scare me to death. Well, if it would, God will probably never allow it to happen to you. I don't consider myself very spiritual. Why God did, I've never understood to this day why it ever happened. I really don't know. But I do know this. I want to be equipped. I want to be equipped. So whatever comes my way, I will be able to handle it. Now, if Satan is equipping his people, Russia is moving into their position. And we know that many of those enemies against the Jews are moving against the Jews and they're moving in their position. And they are being equipped. We just saw the war that took place. And Hamas was able to send over 4,300 rockets into the land of Israel. Why? Because they were equipped. By who? More than likely Iran and some of the other. Other people. Well you see God also has made a way to equip his people. Now there's much that lays in this and we'll just tap, tap on a little bit tonight. But God has ordained a messianic empire or a Messiah kingdom and that is that God would have a people that would have his spirit dwelling inside of them. And the church said amen. So then whenever things in life. Now every one of them will never see demons. They'll never be called to cast out devils and all that. But they find what God wants them to do and they reach a place of great joy and satisfaction and there they remain. And they serve God with all of their hearts. Now, let me read this to you in five identifications of the true church. The prophet said, Christ is the head of this. Christ is the head of this messianic kingdom. And you cannot organize a kingdom of which Christ is the head. Now, you see, whether it was Luther or Wesley or Pentecost, or whether it comes to us as message people, when we go to try to making an organized body, And we have men as being the head of that body, and men call the shots, whether they're men from Johnson City, or Jeffersonville, or Louisiana, or Ohio, or wherever they are, Christ will never rule over a kingdom when men become the head. Christ must be the head himself. Notice this, you cannot denominate a kingdom which Christ is the head because Christ is king. And you cannot take the intellectuals of a man and make an organization to which Christ Will govern? Don't you see the wrong and the fallacy of organization? The reason of it is because man forms that and then they want Christ to come in, so they say, and they want Christ to be the king over their denomination. How can he be whenever people organized it? Well, whether, as I said, whether it's in the denominations out there or them same denominational spirits that come right around us. You see, message people, some of them, have done exactly the same thing. They made an organization of this doctrine, that doctrine, that doctrine, they all look to a man or men somewhere and they will tell them who they can fellowship with who they can't fellowship with this brother's in that brother's out you got an organization and Christ will never be a head or Messiah over your organization because it was formed by men Christ will only be hallelujah the head over that which he built himself no he he does not want us to form him an organization and say, here Lord, we made this. Now here, we've done this for you. He said, I don't want that. I don't want that. The way I get my members is by birth. Glory. Hallelujah. Notice this, my therefore any companies, any peoples, any groups of men that tries to organize the kingdom of God is going contrary to the king. And if they're going contrary to the king, it would be against the king. So if it's against the king, it would be, Antichrist. uh-oh, it would be antichrist. Again, the same message, paragraph 37. Now trying to organize it then brings it to antichrist because anything that's against the teaching of Christ is antichrist. Now the majority of the world feels like that Israel should basically disarm themselves. The Arabs will not be happy and satisfied. The Palestinians, Hamas, Hezbollah, all of those will not be satisfied until Israel has been annihilated off of the map. And then they go in and take it over. Then that's when they will be happy. Well, it's the same way with demons out of hell when it comes to the bride of Christ. Satan does not mind. As a matter of fact, it would tickle him to death if we will make an organization out of this message because he won't have to run God out. God will leave on his own. That's right. So he will not be, well, if I I just quit this, the devil will ease up on me. Forget it. He will never ease up on you until you are out. Out of your homeland. Amen. Well, as Israel pretty much has to stand up for themselves because there's not many nations that will stand against them. As a matter of fact, if you'll study the UN resolutions, you will find out there have been more UN resolutions that have been agreed to against the state of Israel than any other country around the world. It took them months and months and months and months to be able to come up with some type of resolution at the U.N. about COVID-19. It only took them a matter of days to come together with a resolution that Israel should be investigated for war crimes. Ah. Only took them a matter of days. Why? Because she is a national enemy to the world. Don't you see, friend? What is it? Pre-tribulation anointing. So the majority of the nations around the world have got their eyes right on Israel. They hate Israel. And as they hate Israel, in that realm, so demons hate the bride in the ecclesiastical realm so the only way they think there will be peace Israel give away all their bombs give away all their missiles give away the iron dome and just let these people run over massacre them do whatever more Uh, of course you know Israel's going to do that right don't hold your breath well it's the same way with the spiritual Israel of God oh sure if we would quit preaching against this and that and the other and really quit preaching as far as some folks are concerned really quit preaching and then we just come under the declaration of headquarters, uh, then they would let up on us. Well, you might as well just get rid of uh, get rid of my soul. You might as well cut my head off. You might as well just just totally eradicate us because to take our liberty in Christ Jesus, I'd rather be a dead man. Hallelujah. But you see, Israel feels they need to equip their people. You understand? You follow me? In order to save their posterity and the inheritance that God gave them to Abraham, they feel they must equip their people to be able to defend them. So every man or woman, unless there's something wrong with them, they have, whether it's men or women, they go into the army. So the women there can fight just like the men can. Because they're able, they live in the kibbutz which is on the outside of many of the major cities, and many times the gorillas will come right in there and they will attack them. So they not only know how to comb their hair and know how to cook, but they need to know how to hit somebody right between the eyes. And that's the same way with every daughter of God. It ain't enough just for your husband to be able to read the word. It ain't enough just for your husband to say, well, I want to be an overcomer. God wants every one of you sisters to be an overcomer as well. He wants you to be able to take up that slingshot of prayer and when that devil sees you take it in your hand, them devils go to running. and I'm telling you, say, Lord God, here she comes again. You gotta watch out when she goes to praying in the name of Jesus, she don't weigh but about 88 pounds or so. Now, oh my, sounds about six foot tall. But boy, when she knows, when she gets down on her knees to pray, I'm telling you what, demons go to trembling and running. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, as Israel has a protocol, as uh, Satan has a protocol by which he will anoint the people to equip them for the last day. So does God have a divine protocol. A protocol by which he will anoint and instruct and complete his people. Ephesians 4.8. Wherefore he says, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity, captive and gave gifts unto men. So three things that Christ did and his ascension. And that was that he liberated the righteous immortal souls down in the dimension of that time, of course was called Abraham's bosom. He liberated them and he captured them by his love. Then he took these captives Captive, <laughs> Amen. He took these captives captive and he gave gifts unto men. I love the way that Paul says this. He gave gifts unto men. As in the Roman triumphs, as we looked at it last Wednesday, that when the Roman general would conquer then he would go through and he would ride a chariot of stake and he would bring some of the, the captains and generals and so on behind him with the enemy and he would have coins with the emperor's image on it and he would throw these coins of victory. And the people would stand in the streets and they were applauding Titus or whoever it was. And he was throwing gifts unto men, and they were tokens of his victory. So Paul, when he wrote about the Lord Jesus, he's symbolizing it like this in the Roman triumph that he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto me. He's quoting actually Psalms 68:18. For it says, Thou hast received gifts for men. So the Hebrew word here actually suggests that he which gave the gifts received the gifts first in his own humanity. So he received the gifts first and fulfilled the prophecy of Psalm 68. Once he received the gifts in his humanity, then it made a way for him to pour those gifts out of that back into what? Other human beings. Gifted sons and daughters of God of course. Now what's this so really they are gifts of God to the people. So they were received through the humanity of the Lord Jesus and then when he raises from the dead leading captivity captive giving gifts unto men then he gives out these ministerial gifts. Now these are offices, ministerial offices or gifts. Listen to this in blind Bartimaeus God said in the church first what missionaries or apostles apostle and missionaries I've told you or taught you is the same thing one sent apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, pastors. God setting in the church for the perfecting of the church. That's divine gifts that God foreordained and set in the church. See, those are for the perfecting of the church. Jesus speaks. Through his pastor. Well, friend, it's such a shame. A lot of the message folks don't even believe this quote. So you see, it's not his pastor then that they are denying, it's actually Jesus. Jesus speaks through his pastor. Speaks through his teacher. Speaks through his seer, his prophet. Speaks through his missionary to the countries and so forth. That's his gifts that he's put in the church. You see, this is God's protocol. These are God's commanding officers. This is God's divine order by which he will bring them, and this is through the ministry of Jesus Christ, and it will equip the saints of God to help them meet a world out here that is equipped. Now, this is why there's some people who feel like they really don't need a ministry, they don't need to go to church anymore, see what they do for God. See what they amount to. See what they really do in this life. The only thing they do is try to convince other people to follow them. As Paul said, they pull off people after them own selves. But how do they equip people? How do they get them ready? What happens to most of them? They start getting cold, getting indifferent. Things will come into their life. Why? Well, you say, well, my, my, Brother Donnie, I, I'm beyond all that. I really don't need a preacher. I'll tell you one thing I believe Malachi 4. Y'all believe in order to be in the bride, to be in the rapture, you'd have to believe Malachi 4. What about Ephesians 4? What about 1 Thessalonians 4? What about Revelation 4? Isaiah 4? Jeremiah 4? Genesis 4? Oh, Oh, you see, some folks think that it's okay if you believe Malachi 4, but deny Ephesians 4. You think it really matters to God. If God put Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden for doubting one word, then God in the rapture is going to rapture people and change their bodies and take them into heaven when they don't believe in Ephesians 4. They do not believe in this. They do not believe in that. And God is going to fill heaven back up with the same type of unbelief. He Kicked Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden for? I'm not sure where you went to school or where you've been going to church, but you need to go somewhere else. Amen. Why? Well, It doesn't make any sense, Brother Paul, that God would send Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden. They did not deny a book. They did not deny 1,100 tapes. There was only one word. I can imagine God drove them out of the Garden of Eden because of that one word, and God is going to change people and put them in the rapture, and they deny this scripture, that scripture, this scripture, that quote, that quote, that quote, and they're going back into the same place that God kicked Adam and Eve out of? No, you're not. I hate to bust your balloon, but you'll be left right here in the tribulation period. I watch this and speak to this mountain in Brooklyn, New York. The Bible said there's five offices in the church. That is ordained of God and put in the church office holders. First is apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, pastor. Now I want you to notice plural, plural, plural. So you see for those who think that Brother Branham fulfilled all five and Brother Branham was every one of them. And now that's fulfilled and it's folded away. That was the five fold. So now it's folded away. Well, apparently Brother Bram didn't believe like you believe. Oh, my. First, as apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, pastors, the gods, for nation by predestination, by foreknowledge saw it, placed it in the church for how long? What? Ah. So that makes him the same yesterday, today, and... Put on the whole armor of God, 1962. Now, God fortified his army with what? Himself. Praise God. In the form of prophets, apostles, teachers, what did he do? What was God doing? Listen, did you ever say what the offices of the church, it's God's dress, inside dress. You see, friends, folks that do not believe the value of the importance of a ministry and going to church, they not only don't believe the Bible, they do not believe the tapes they're pushing play on. Well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, notice he said it's God's dress, inside dress. An apostle, a prophet, a seer, foresee before Satan ever gets to it, he done told it. What is it? God dressed up in his church. God dressed so when you're getting rid of the ministry, you're taking God's clothes off. God's spiritual dress wear that God dressed up in the ministry. Mama, I know there ought to be some people sitting right here tonight that feels like dancing and shouting because it ain't been too often many years ago that there's some folks sitting right here looking at me tonight, batting their eyes, and they didn't believe in preachers a bit more than nothing. As a matter of fact, I heard their preacher jokes and their preacher criticism. But they sit here tonight, deliver. And they can say, amen. Amen. My notice, that's God's dress wear. God's presence. God's spirit. And if working through man. And if that office denies any of this word. So if we have a man that claims he's a prophet and he denies one of these words? Well, let's just say what he said. Come on, let's push play on this quote. My, my. No, not that. That's the wolf in sheep's clothing. Watch that, fella. Beware of him. Well, glory to God. Hallelujah. Notice now, I believe that there's a church coming into that perfection, that ministry of perfection, where the offices, where apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists, notice plural, 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 for the perfecting of the church, them pastors and teachers and so forth will be so with the word until the whole thing will work right up to the coming of the Lord. I believe that. I believe we're nearing that. And now I believe it's so. That's what Brother Branham believed. What do you believe? Is it any reason, Harry, then Satan would try to talk people out of that just out oh, all you need to do is sit home. Well, oh, you can push play and you can listen to it yourself. That's right, you can, but you're not one of these gifted men and you'll not be able to equip yourself just by pushing play. If so, God should have done that in the very first church age and pushed play all down through the ages. Well, come on, but what did he do? He started out his church the way he wanted it. It. and that was men that were called of God filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost that cast out devils, raised the dead, preached the gospel, healed the sick and manifested Jesus Christ. Mm. Oh my. Now this is what Brother Branham believed which is what I believe. And I guess the question is, is this what you believe? Now, I believe that there's a church coming into that perfection, that ministry of perfection. Well, the offices, apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists, for the perfecting of the church, then pastors and teachers and so forth will be so with the word. Until the whole thing will work right up to the coming of the Lord. I believe that. I believe we're nearing that time now. You know why Brother Branham believed that? Because Brother Branham was a word prophet. Yes. He was an apostolic yes. word prophet. Yes, yes. Praise God. Now notice what Paul said in Ephesians 4:11. We'll read it again later. He gave some apostles, some prophets some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Now make sure that you understand the perfecting of your walk in God does not come by you hearing a preacher. That comes by the blood of the Lord Jesus. But look at the word that Paul used for perfecting perfecting, not making sinless, but complete furnishing, equipping. So what, what is Satan? Why do we fight this spirit around the message so much? It's because Satan knows the real God gifted God called ministry will equip this bride with the word of God for the hour to make her an invincible army. And he knows. You can sit home and listen to tapes twenty-four hours a day, and you will not get the proper equipment. You'll get memorization. You'll get a bunch of stuff to talk about and a bunch of stuff to argue about. But as a layperson, you are not ordained of God, and I challenge anybody here around the world to give me one verse of scripture that says that the laity are called to feed themselves. You are a sheep. It is the responsibility of a shepherd to feed the sheep. It's not sheep's responsibility to go out and look for food. It is the shepherd's responsibility. It is the responsibility of the shepherd to try to keep the devil away from their life and watch them in the time of storm and pray for them. Hallelujah. When they get sick and rub a little honey on the rock and give them a little bit of salt, it is the office of a God called Oh, shepherd. Praise God for the equipping, perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Notice he doesn't say ministries because there aren't ministries in that sense, there's only one. For the edifying of the body of Christ, the word used for perfecting is derived from a root word which signifies to mend what is broken or to complete what is unfinished. That's why a man of God can take scriptures that you were sitting there reading before church. And you sat right there and read before church and you read, what does that mean? What does that mean? And a man of God get up there and go, you think, Lord have mercy. I just read that yesterday. I read it today before church. How could he get that? Because he received a gift from the mighty conqueror. And the mighty conqueror dropped. He ain't no better than you. He ain't no, a gifted man is no better than you, no greater than you. The difference is God dropped a gift, a part of himself down inside that man. And God then anoints himself Oh, glory to God. God anoints himself to speak what you have need of. Praise God. So what does it mean? To mend what is broken or to complete what is unfinished? To complete, equip you when hell comes your way. I remember the evangelist said. I remember the prophet said. I remember the pastor preached Saturday night or last Wednesday night. I remember what what was that service. It was an equipping for you when you walk out them doors. All these are engaged in the work of the ministry. Together they constitute the ministry that Paul used which actually is the ministry of the ministry. Of Jesus Christ. Notice this in the of a perfect man. The prophet reads Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. He gave some apostles, some prophets. Remember last night, don't try to take another man's office, see. And some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers for the perfecting of God. And he said, does it read like that? The perfecting of what? Saints. Who are the saints? The sanctified ones. The ones who started from down here. Perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. The ministry Of Jesus Christ. Friends, don't you see? It's antichrist spirit that gets on people around this message. To try to convince them they don't need ministry. Satan knows the true ministry is the continuation of the ministry of the Lord Jesus. And they think they're holding on to a tape. They're holding on to one fold of the, of the ministry. Well, Brother Bram done it all. Brother Bram filled it all. That's not what he said. Amen. Come on, that's not what he said. Amen. Oh my. The ministry of Jesus Christ for the edifying of the body of Christ, for the edifying, build it up till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto the perfect man, unto the assurance, oh my, unto the measure of the stature. Notice again he says, take on the whole army of God. In his army, he presents his army in the form of five offices. First, apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists. That's his army. That's his soldiers. That's his commanding officers. Now come on, some of you all, not just so much here, but those who will go back and listen to this, because it'll travel by tomorrow, (laughs) and you'll go back and listen to this, and you'll criticize and say this and that and the other. I'll give you a five dollar bill if you'll push play on this one. I'll give you a hundred if you'll push all plays on these quotes I'm gonna read to you tonight. Present these to your followers. I'll raise it to 200. Anybody help me pay that? But of course you won't, will you? Why? You don't believe it? Ooh, Jesus. Come on now. That's his commanding officers. All with a baptism of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Waiting out there to meet the enemy. Now, brother, you talking about some men. They're not cowards. They're not sitting back somewhere, but they're waiting out there. Come on, you want to cross that line, I'll cut your head off you, Goliath. That's men of God. You remember whenever we dealt with her several years ago about the bribe, whenever the song, in the Song of Solomon, when Solomon sent out uh, the Matan to be able to reach out and get the bride, and she was brought back in his own personal couch. Amen. It was his own buyer, B-I-E-R, and he had 60 men, valiant men, men that knew how to fight, several day journey from the north country to where they went to get her and bring her back. What do you tell her? Bring her back home safely. They watched day and night. My, it was all laid in gold, which was deity. It had purple there, which is color of redemption. It had silver, which is color, oh my, all the divine colors of God. You imagine that little Shulamite. And she stepped up inside of that and sat down. And they said, your royal highness her thinking oh what in the world am I doing in here I don't fit in this and she looked around and said where'd this come from said the king made it himself Solomon made himself a chariot hallelujah what was she doing she was riding back on the chariot of state he didn't send a bunch of little wimps but the bible says they all had swords not tape players hallelujah Some. <laughs> some preachers get out a butter knife to butter their bread oh, oh Jesus I'm wounded oh. why don't you just go back and peel taters or something get out of the way and let some men of God that's got sword and guts and grit so we can cut our way through these demons of hell. You say, what's a backbone got to do? I said, why don't you ask Brother Branham? Each one backing one another up. With him, the chief captain, not out there in front, up here, above, behind, back, but in them. So here is the Lord Jesus representing himself and his commanding officers. I believe it. Question and answer 64. Brother Branham, is it true that no one should preach but you? I don't know who wrote this, but I do hope they made it. Because I want to hug their neck and shout about a thousand years with them on the streets of glory. Now You see, this spirit was already in around the message. Is it true no one should preach but you? We have seen you ordain men, and we don't believe you would do that if they were not, if they were not to preach. Now, William Branham, here is your opportunity. Tell us the truth. Now, let me say it this way, and it's going to shock you plumb down to your toenails. If Brother Branham did not tell the truth on this quote, he is a liar and a deceiver he had the opportunity tell us the truth tell us there come a time preachers won't be needed but that ain't what he said mercy mercy brother sister ever who told you that nobody's to preach but me I'd sure be a poor subject to God with all that no every man that feels a call of God upon his life get into the ministry and start pushing play oh oh oh, oh 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 that's the modern day version of that quote you hypocrite Don't you know when you add or take away from what the prophet of God said, your name is taken from the book of life? This is serious. So here we have Brother Branham with the opportunity to straighten this thing out. And all the message preachers sat him down. But instead... He encourages them to preach. Amen. So guess what I'm gonna do? Same thing. I encourage every God call man, preach like the house is on fire. Preach with all your might, study with all your might, and don't even pay no attention to these little Just ignore them and soar in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Don't pay no attention to them little chipmunks. Oh, I don't I don't maybe Don't pay no attention to them. You study for the elect. You preach for the elect. You pray for the elect. You get along with God for the elect, and God will work through you and bring you and use you as part of the ministry of perfection in the last days. Oh. oh my. Get into the ministry and start preaching. And then he says this. We need them. I don't need preachers. Well, you don't follow Brother Branham. You see, if you followed Brother Branham, you'd say amen to this and say amen, Brother Branham. I need him too. Now, according to what Brother Branham said, he needed preachers. Now, if tapes is gonna be the way of the last days, then, then actually Brother Branham should have used his church, Branham Tabernacle, as the first one and use it as the example church. Right, Brother Paul? Then he should not have let your grandpa, Brother Collins, preach. He should not have asked Brother Neville to preach. Brother Branham should have given them strict instructions when I am gone. I want my tapes played in this church. But was that what happened? Absolutely not. Why? Because that ain't what Brother Branham believed. Brother Branham never established the Branham Tabernacle. I wish somebody would preach with me tonight. But what is it, friend? It's the spirit of organization that's trying to come around. And you know what it's aimed at? Oh, Brother Donnie, you scared you're gonna lose your, your pension. You're afraid they're gonna put you down. I ain't worried about me. The preachers that God called men of God has got more abilities than preaching. The main thing is aimed at you. It ain't just aimed at me. It ain't just aimed at these preachers that are here. The main thing is aimed at you. So you will not be equipped for the thing that lays in front of you. Oh, my but you need to pray for the men of God like never before you need to pray for your pastor and the evangelist and the teacher that God will anoint them hallelujah with the presence of God and they will equip the saints of God and Satan will become powerless powerless because you're so equipped men of God are anointed all over the world to push play, to preach the gospel. And I'm just one little pebble on the beach among many big stones. So there's just many more, more eligible, more worthy, more of anything to preach than me. I'm just one little humble person laying out here. I'm one grain of wheat and a whole garner. Now this is what he believed. But you see this deity spirit, which is what's coupled with this thing, wants to convince you he is the garner. That's a lie from the pits of hell. You know what I mean? Any man that's called of God needs to preach the gospel. And Happy Valley said, Amen. Friends, can't you see that the tape? Oh my, we are so privileged to be able to have the voice of our messenger, Brother Dow." Can you imagine those who lived in the days of Paul how blessed they were? And when Paul went from the earth. But they, they never got to hear Paul's voice. They was able to read the books and the writings like we do. When Luther left, whenever the other church messengers left, they was never able to hear his voice. And here we are able to hear the voice. What a blessing. What a blessing to hear the voice of our messenger and the very thing Satan tries to turn it right around and make an idol out of it. My, who would have ever thought years ago whenever we did a lot of the funding of making the message software? And sisters right here in our church helped do a lot of that. Who would have ever thought that these believe the sign people would have taken all of this work and all of this effort and studied the message from that point of view to try to find faults and mistakes and this and that and the other? Don't you see? Satan will try to take the very thing that God uses to bless his bride with and try to turn it into a very bomb that will blow you off of your foundation. So for those, I'm talking about those who play tapes, you ought to listen to tapes if you don't shame on you. I'm talking about those that say it's tape only, not preachers and tapes, tape only, or you're not bride. Don't you see what that is? A new cart. Actually, years ago, when I used to record albums, they were recorded on a two-inch tape. It had 16 tracks. Divided on that two-inch tape most of them scotch 3m And it had these heads on this big gigantic recorder I used to use one in louisville, kentucky and one in, in nashville as well, and they would go in and they'd double up these tracks Sometimes you might have more instruments in 16. So they have to go in and double up them tracks But that tape was called a cart So whenever I would go record one I didn't want one that was wore out so they would bring out a new cart or one that had only been used a few times. Now what is a new cart? Something by which man chooses to try to carry the word to replace the original word bearer. Watch this now, trying to do God a service. The Levite's shoulders was the original way to do it and they had put it on a new cart. It'll never work. They didn't consult the right way so they got out about it and went out the wrong way. And that's what's the matter today when man, no matter how sincere, trying to do him a service outside of his provided way of revealing it, they always mess it up. God sets it up in his way. Man, no matter how sincere, notice he says it again, you try outside of that, you'll mess it up. Again, trying to do God a service. Instead of putting the ark in its original position, David now, he carried it on a new cart, not over the hearts of the Levites. It was supposed to be carried on the shoulders of the Levites, which is over the heart. The word is not in the mind. So what do people do without a preacher? They listen and memorize and listen and memorize and listen and they store up the quotes in their mind and some of them as weak as a cat. They don't know how to fight off lust. They don't know how to fight off pornography. They don't know how to fight off. Why? Because they're storing it up in their mind and they don't feel like they need it and God will not anoint them because they are overstepping God himself in the ministry. Oh my. It was supposed to be carried on the shoulder of the Levites, which is over the heart. The word is not in the mind, in the heart, not on a new cart. What was that? Represented something new. Friends, this is why the majority of message people will never truly be apostolic. They resent that, they resent it. Not the true bride. He tells us in the church age book, only the children's hearts will be turned back to the original apostolic faith. Why? Because most message people believe in something brand new. That's why Paul didn't have to have it, Peter didn't have to have it, James and the rest of them had to have it. Well, I'm sorry, I don't belong to that organization. We done kicked you out. Well, I knew that a long time ago. Now, there's folks around the message think I blasphemed the Holy Ghost about 18 years ago, anyhow. And they feel sorry for you all because they think you're sitting under a blasphemer. Well, I'll tell you one thing I sure love the Lord Jesus with all my heart. I think don't you all love the Lord Jesus with all your heart? I don't sound the well, world like i can love him with all my heart. If I was a blasphemer to you, I don't say you can love Him with all your heart. But yet they think, oh my, oh my. You know what it is? A new cart, a new cart. You try to preach the original Pentecost that you as a Pentecost in so 1906, but we are being we are being on our own of a new cart. Never been before, never has been, never will be again. A new cart where all the preachers are committed to sit down and play tapes only. And if these folks have their way, what I will do is bury the dead, marry your young, baptize your babies, maybe, who knows, they'll probably go that far. So I do all of that, and then I line up with whatever tape headquarters is playing. When you all want that, you won't have to vote me out. I'll leave first. Was on the shoulders of his ministers. His ministers was the Levites, not a tape player. Put it over their left shoulder and pack that ark because it was up over their heart. A tape player cannot feel your burden, a tape player cannot cry for you, Brother Dow. You can't call a tape player and say, pray for me, pray for me, I'm in the hospital, pray for me, I've got a kidney stone, pray for me, my blood pressure. A tape player can't feel. You cannot call your tape player and say, please help me, oh brother, my pastor, and how long has it been since you've seen your pastor? Greet him for me the next time you see him. A man in one dimension cannot pastor somebody else in another dimension. Go ahead and say what he said. Brother Benham said he never was a good pastor and never would be. Whew. Notice the Levites was the original provided way of God. Pack the ark on the Levite's shoulder, anything outside of that was contrary. What he said, that's what he meant. God cannot change. That's the reason. Stay with his word. Amen. Let's stand together we'll read one more. Watch this in leadership. They went down there and caused the life of an honest man and so forth. Took the ark. Instead of putting it on the shoulders of the Levites to pack it, they put it on a cart to pack it altogether messed up and you see if you don't go according to the will of god and the way god has give it to go they always get it messed up and they take it off in some organization some denomination some message and there you go it's always been done that way notice this prayer now Then only was the end time now father your god The same word that said this would happen in the last days, many honest person is last Sunday putting their hand to that ark upon a new cart and not the shoulders of the Levites has fell dead. Listen to me, friends, there will not be one person who follows this message who denies God's ministry of Ephesians four. That will make the rapture. There cannot be. It's the Lord God himself. That you're denying. It's not you brother West. It's not me. It's not God called men. It's not that. It's a continuation of the ministry of the Lord Jesus. Well if you can let you in denying that. Maybe you'll let some other, other person in. Because they don't think they need to cut, you know, stop cutting their hair. Or a man going and say, well, I, I can't quit smoking, so I, I believe I'll get to go in. Because I love the Lord with all my heart. And God said, well, yeah, that's right. I, you know, you, you can't quit smoking. Well, what, what's about somebody else that has a problem in pornography? Somebody else that has a, a problem in marijuana? Is that what you think heaven's going to be like? Lord have mercy. Six weeks time. It'll be another Johnson City. Heaven is not made of such. It will be people who believe his word. Notice what happens. They put their hand to the ark upon a new cart and not the shoulders of the Levites, has fell dead, dead in sin and trespasses. Notice this. I thought this was so astounding, Harry. Argue against their own conscience. Their own conscience. They know it's wrong. They know. They don't have the ability to handle the word like a God called man. They know it in their conscience. And they will argue against their own conscience until they sin so far that they cross the line. Dear God. Friends, what are Brother Benham's tapes? Recorded. Church services. So if God was going to do away with church, he ought to have Brother Brennan make all these tapes just in his home or office. Why would God use a corrupt thing like a church and have the message recorded? (laughs) Y'all didn't like it. I thought that was really good, the Lord gave me that today. (laughs) I thought that was pretty awesome. So every time you push play, what are you listening to? A recorded church service amen. of people saying "Amen," "Praise the Lord," "Hallelujah." Uh uh-huh. Go with him there to Waterloo, Iowa, in 1958, and the people sitting there not hardly saying "Amen," not hardly saying nothing. And Brother Random trying to rebuke him and then talking about you know being up there in the North Country and being more cold. And he said, "I'm a Southerner. I'm used to more emotion, more worship than that." And then all of a sudden, whenever he speaks, and then the, the congregation's real quiet, and here comes a great roar through the building and makes it. You can hear it on tape if you'll listen. It's right there. And God appeared in where? A church meeting. Yeah. Where did the light appear? It wasn't when Brother Brandon sitting in his study recording, but it's drawn out the seven church ages, the angel of the Lord on where? The back of the church. Yeah. Well, why didn't God start his prophet separating him from everything to do with the church? Because Brother Branham was apostolic. And he knew he could preach those things. If you've ever listened to the, to the seventh seal, it was called years ago the original seventh seal. And then they changed it a little bit. And Brother Branham went to a hotel room and changed somewhat from the original. And y'all ever heard it? Well, whenever you listen to that one, and he went in there, and one of my friends was there, and he went in there, and he started talking and talking and trying to get into the rhythm of it, but if you know it, you can pick it up just like that. Why? What was missing? The people. He wasn't preaching it in a church. He was preaching it in a
1: hotel room. Amen.
0: Father, thank you for your word tonight, Lord. I already believed in preachers, but boy, this made me believe them more. I thank you for men of God. I knew I needed to hear them. But Lord, I'll tell you, when you begin to put this together for me, I just, I just had to rejoice. It just so blessed my heart to see, Father, what you have done. It's a phenomenal thing that you receive gifts for men. And you've down in every age, you've allocated your ministry. You could have let me live in the days of Noah, or in the days of Luther, or in the days of Wesley. I could have been one of those men that walked through the line there at 410.65, 418.65, when Brother Branham is ordaining the preachers. And I've yet to hear whether they ever brought a tape player or a CD player, or an MP3 player. And Brother Branham laid his hands on that player and asked God to anoint it. But every place I find, Brother Branham, ordaining men that were called to preach, he asked God to bless them to preach. And he gave them the right hand of fellowship. He said, we're with you, brother. Go preach the word. Of course, he couldn't say anything else. He was a word prophet. As Paul told Timothy, preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. So, how could another prophet come from God and say something contrary to what Paul said? Of course, if we've got a new cart, we really don't need what Paul said. But our church, we believe, has been restored back to the original apostolic faith. And we're only one of the many around the world, Father, that you have turned our hearts through the ministry of Malachi 4 back to the original faith. We're glad to be part of it tonight, Father God. We love you, Lord Jesus, we worship you. We've got the original name, the original baptism, we've got the original doctrine of predestination and election and foreordination lord it's been restored back we're thankful father i pray you bless your men around the world father god i pray for the ministry i know lord been in contact with men all over the earth the servants of god are under an onslaught like never before many of them are fighting personal battles in their bodies lord if it's not them it's their wife or their children Many of them fighting things in their churches and so on. And Satan is coming against them like never before. Father, we can see why. A lot of these poor old ignorant message people don't believe in preachers. But it's an amazing thing to me that demons fight them like never before. The demons got more sense than some of these message folks do. It's because they hate them. And they know that ministry out from under the prophet of God, hallelujah, will produce exactly what he was looking for. Oh, he longed to see it. He longed and he said it would come. You never allowed him to see the fruition of it. Lord God, let him look over the banister. Praise God. Let him look over the banister, Father. Hallelujah. And see that what he labored for will not be in vain. Praise be to God it will not be in vain Lord little men of God pedaling their bicycles down in India and Africa all over the world going back into the jungles and the natives Lord rowing their little boats for hours to get up their father to preach to a bunch of tribal Indians and proclaim the gospel why because the gospel is not the word but the gospel is making the word alive and a tape player cannot do that It takes an anointed servant of God to be able to preach the gospel. Oh, I know that didn't go over good, but they need to study on it real well, and they'll find the prophet of God said it over and over again. The word is not the gospel, but the gospel is the word made alive. Made alive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, make your word alive among us, Father. Praise be to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise be to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. How many appreciates every God called man? Oh, my. Don't you thank God for using them to speak to your heart to equip you? My one might equip you for this and another might equip you for that But they're all friends if they're called of God, they're all doing one thing that is to bring you to the state of completion Amen. To finish what's lacking in your life. Amen. Oh Thank God here sing something. Let's worship the Lord just a little bit before we go Praise God. I love you so much Thank you Lord Jesus We worship you tonight father We just bless your name Lord Thank you, Heavenly Father. You're our God, our King. We worship you, Lord, with all of our hearts. Thank you, Lord Jesus, all that's in us, Lord God. We bless your name tonight, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are not a God. Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. By human hands. Thank you, Lord you Jesus. are not a God. Thank you, Jesus. On man. That's right. You are not
2: a God in need of anything we can give by your plan, that's just the way it is.
0: type thing, ain't it, about four, or five hour surgery. about four or five hour surgery. I don't know this surgeon. I don't know if he's ever worked with angels or not. But we're going to quit him. The fervent, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man will much. So what about all these sons and daughters of Not only here in the visible audience, but so many out on the internet and streamer services and stuff. So love, brother Louie. Would y'all pray with us? Heavenly Father, we lay our hands on our brother tonight. Lord, we've seen him get up here when he was hurting. And Lord, I've I've seen him try to leave the singing and pray. And Lord God, I've seen him stumble and I catch my breath, afraid he was going to fall. But he wanted to be up here, Lord. He's posted duty. Now, Father, facing the surgery tomorrow, a very serious thing. Lord Jesus, we're asking you tonight in the name of Jesus, may the Spirit of God be with our brother. Lord, when they put that mask on him and they sedate him, he'll be out of it and he really won't know anything that's going on but may the angels of god i pray be right there in the operating room lord father may you help the anesthesiologist may you help the surgeon may you help all the helpers and all of that father god in the name of jesus you you know what they're going to run into tomorrow what they're going to see and father i pray that you direct their hands lord you're the first one to perform surgery in the garden of eden I don't think you'll be too busy tomorrow in your schedule, Lord God, to come right down there and be with Brother Louis, Lord. In the name of Jesus, may the presence of the Almighty God be right there with our brother, Lord. Father, we pray for Sister Glenda. We pray for his children. It'll be stressful for them. Father, be with them, Lord. We pray. We're believing you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ.
1: Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God uses surgery, God heals by surgery, God heals by divine healing, God heals by music, God heals by doctors, is that right? You're
2: unchangeable. You're unstoppable, that's who you are. You're unchangeable. the ball.
0: testify tonight just by raising your hand. God is your healer. You may still be having symptoms, but you'll let the devil know tonight you're not paying no attention to those symptoms. For by his stripes you are already healed. He is your deliverer, he is your way maker. We can testify. He is my salvation, he is my peace. He's everything I have need of. He's never let me down one time and he ain't gonna start tomorrow. He's a mighty God. He's an everlasting father. He's a prince of peace. Of his peace and kingdom, there is no end. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My I means it's been good to be in church. God bless you, Saints. I think maybe we can plan on starting church again maybe second week, Saturday night of July. Praise the Lord. Amen. I know, I know. I know a lot of folks have it twice a week. That's, that's, I'm not saying anything against that. It seemed like my week ain't complete. I've missed Saturday night so bad. I love going to church. Well, you're crazy. Well, I know that. Tell me something I don't know. Amen. I'm in love with him. Don't you love him? Love his people. Love his house. Love his word. God bless you. Brother Darrell, why don't you come, buddy, pray over the saints Amen. God bless you. Love you so much. Don't we appreciate Brother Daryl and Brother yeah. Wes, these other yeah. minister brothers that God's give us. <clears throat> minister brothers from around the world. Love you, Brother Donnie. you, Appreciate having Brother Robert, his mom and dad with us tonight.
1: Yeah. Don't you appreciate it, Brother Donnie? Yeah. A man who would tell us the truth. Did not the Lord keep his word to us? He said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Oh, what a free people we are tonight. Amen. The world's lost their mind, and I've lost mine. Taking on the mind of Christ. To know what he wants done with his word in this hour. To make Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, the last sign is God in His bride. Amen. You are the last sign, friends. Amen. 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 What a privileged people we are tonight. Amen. Amen. I don't want to dismiss it. Amen. Let's just bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we. We just want to thank you, Lord, once again for the great privilege we've been given to gather here in your house, Lord, and to sit at your table, to feast off of the seven-course-revelated meal, Lord, food for the bride, to bring vitamins, Lord. Oh, how we're grateful, Father vitamin b to believe vitamin c for christ vitamin d for deity partaking of these lords strengthening the inner man burst forth that body change lord step out of here young people again lord. god it's not a dream it's not a disney movie it's a reality it's thus saith the word of god lord we're a part of that by your grace And only by your grace, Lord, if we ever walk down those streets, it'll be by your grace. We want to thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace that you've revealed these things to us, Lord. Who am I that you should reveal these things to me? But Lord, we are so grateful in our hearts tonight. We thank you for our pastor, dear God. We thank you for the men of God as he's ministered tonight. Lord, who labor around the world, may you strengthen them, Lord. May you anoint them, dear God. May you use their ministries as never before. May signs and wonders be wrought at the hands of the believers that this world must declare that we have been with Jesus. Grant it, Lord God, we pray tonight be with each one Lord as they travel to their homes Lord watch over us Father may we meditate upon these things we've heard tonight as we lay up on our beds and Lord when we wake up in the morning may we reach over and pick up our swords God oh, to meet the challenge of this hour Lord we pray bring strength back to our brother Lord we thank you so much Father for allowing him to be our pastor and I say that humbly Lord but we mean it from the bottom of our heart thank you Lord for allowing us to serve with him we just love you, Lord, tonight, and we commit these things in this congregation into your hands for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you, saints. Go in the fear of the Lord. Oh, let's give the Lord a hand clap <laughs> Who hath believed the report of the lord amen, amen. amen. hallelujah, hallelujah. I, I have believed the report believe of the lord everywhere. amen god bless you saints Thank play you, something lord. brother sing Thank something you, brother Thank you, god bless you saints
2: oh somebody ought to testify oh oh, oh, somebody ought to testify say for god i live for god i die somebody ought to testify oh somebody ought to testify oh